0: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1615, Seven Lame Reasons People Don't Save for Retirement by Philip Taylor of ptmoney.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. This is the show where I serenade you with the sweet sounds of personal finance knowledge from some of the best blogs on the planet, with the author's permission, of course. Are you loving Optimal Finance Daily? Why not share with a friend today? Invite them to join the party by sending them a link to oldpodcast.com. And while they're there, they can check out our five other shows on topics like personal development, health, and relationships. But for now, let's get right to it and continue optimizing your life. Seven Lame Reasons People Don't Save for Retirement by Philip Taylor of ptmoney.com U.S. workers aren't saving enough for retirement. Nowhere near it. The annual retirement confidence survey put together by ebri.org found that, quote, more than half of workers report they and or their spouse have less than $25,000 in total savings and investments, excluding their home and defined benefit plans, including 29% who have less than $1,000, end quote. Those are troubling numbers, but they're not new. Over the past few years, the survey has reported similar results. Obviously, people should be saving for retirement, right? So why the disconnect? If it's as simple as periodically taking some of your earnings and putting it into a retirement account, why aren't more people doing it? I've made a few excuses in the past, and I occasionally hear a few from others. Let's look at some of these excuses and knock them down one by one. Number one, it's selfish. This excuse burns me up. Saving for your retirement is the complete opposite of selfish. If you have retirement savings, you won't depend on the taxpayers, the church, your kids and relatives, etc., to feed you and house you when you can't work. The survey numbers mentioned should destroy this excuse. People aren't saving. Why? Most likely because they're being selfish with current dollars. They aren't choosing to give it to their future self. Saving for retirement doesn't mean that you have to retire to Bali with a yacht and personal chef. Saving for retirement is about affording life when you can't work. The retirement industry certainly likes to package it in a flashy way. But that's the icing on the cake in my opinion. 401ks and Roth IRAs are about helping you meet your basic needs. If you have some left over, give it all away if you'd like. Number two, it's pointless. This isn't really an excuse. It's more of a give up. And truthfully, the comment can't really be taken seriously. There certainly is a point to retirement savings, providing for you and your spouse when you can no longer physically work or take care of things. I can't stress this enough. Number three, it's too complicated. It doesn't have to be. You can save for your retirement using a regular free checking account with the occasional $25 contribution. I don't recommend that method, but it could certainly be used. And in a year's time, you'd likely be better off than the pitiful thousand dollars reported. Here's a wake up call. To have a little success in life, you might just have to learn something. The beautiful thing about the information age is that the best investing advice is available to everyone. Visit your local library, pick up the highest rated personal finance or retirement book and get cracking. Too lazy for a book? Download an audiobook or read through this blog. Number four, it's only for the rich. There are many people who retire each year who never had more than a lower or middle-class income. Take Leonard McCracken, 107, who retired back in 1969 after having never made more than $10,000 a year. You don't have to be rich to afford retirement. If you can save just 10 to 15% of your income, then you can really give yourself some cushion for your retirement years. Number five, it's only for old people. The earlier you get started, the easier time you'll have in coming up with adequate retirement savings. When you're young, retirement is a long way off, so it's easy to avoid the topic altogether. However, as a young earner, you have most of the same opportunities to save as older workers do, and you've got time on your side. You even have the chance to retire early. Get with it. Number six, it's too late to get started. This one is tough. There does come a time when it's too late but for people in their 50s and 60s, this shouldn't be a valid excuse. Will it require a Herculean effort? Probably. Will you need to slash expenses to racket up some income? Yes, but with things like IRA catch-up contributions and the benefits that come from postponing social security, you have something to help you get there. Number seven, it's too risky. Isn't it worth a little risk? Let's see, here are your two options. One, retire with nothing because you didn't save, And two, retire with something. That's an easy choice. Still, even without that simple equation, it makes sense that you can have control over your risk. If you take control over your retirement savings, you can invest in whatever assets fit your risk tolerance. If all you can stomach is FDIC-insured CDs and bonds, then put all of your money there. 107-year-old Leonard, mentioned earlier, never entered the stock market with his retirement savings. I don't recommend this completely risk-adverse approach, but it can be done. You just listened to the post titled Seven Lame Reasons People Don't Save for Retirement by Philip Taylor of ptmoney.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Learn how at usps.com slash advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. I totally understand why young people especially don't think about saving for retirement because I was in the same boat. When I was in my 20s, I just assumed saving for retirement was something I'd do later when I was making more money. When you're 20 and assume you'll retire in 45 years, you just feel like you have so much time to figure it out. And when retirement seems so far away, it's difficult to prioritize it. When I discovered the FIRE movement, which stands for Financial Independence Retire Early, it totally demystified retirement savings for me. First of all, it helped me wrap my head around how much I might need for retirement, and seeing real numbers made the whole thing feel so much more accessible. I also learned that saving for retirement doesn't just benefit me when I'm actually going to retire aggressively saving while my income is good and I'm relatively young, opens up some options to take my foot off the gas prior to traditional retirement. This year, I realized that I hit what's called coast fi, which means that I've saved enough in my retirement vehicles that if I didn't contribute another dollar, what I have invested now will grow to what I need for traditional retirement in 30 years. So that means I can take a break or take on a lower paying job if I'd like, and simply coast to traditional retirement by covering my expenses until then. My relatively short period of really aggressive saving put me in a position to not have to worry so much about saving for retirement moving forward. And that should do it for today. Have a happy rest of your day, and I'll see you on the Thursday show tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.